Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 306 DGS on KMOX. Thanks for being with us. Tell your friends about the show. You can podcast the show. I never talk about that, uh, which I'm proud of because we get so many Literally millions of downloads without mm-hmm. really pushing it. We will be coming out with a freestanding podcast pretty soon. Uh, by give me, uh, give me until St. Patrick's Day to have it all done and the first couple of episodes out there. But it's it's on its way, and it'll kind of be this. Uh, but with a lot more relaxed time constraints, and we can cuss, <gasps> uh, all kinds of things. Yes. Um, Stairway to Kevin. All right. Um, you guys up for a sports-related topic that's sure. not really going to end up being about sports, but it's it starts there? Yes. So we, we talked a bit about the 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 Cardinals and the, you know, the Arenado and Michael stuff and the behind, you know, what's going on in spring training that gets sometimes fires some people up. I, I mentioned it to you guys, but you guys, have you followed up at all and seen any more of what the, the Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon has been no. saying? So... <clears throat> Anthony Rendon has the seventh highest annual average salary in Major League Baseball. Uh, he has a $245 million contract. He's about halfway through it. He's missed more than 100 games in each of the last three years. Mm. And he was ju- he just said out loud to reporters the other day that baseball has, quote, never been a top priority for me. Mm. Before that, he had said, like, look, my priorities are my family and my faith and all that, which, by the way, fine. I don't think anybody expects you to put your job ahead of those things, right? Um, and he talked a bit about how baseball is just a job for him. It's not a passion. And and again, I think that's understandable for someone to feel. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you love it like, say, a fan of that thing loves it. I'm sure there are musicians that are good at it and maybe don't love it as much, but it pays the bills, they make a lot of money, and they're going to keep doing it. I mean, I think that's not an unusual thing. I'm sure there are lawyers and and doctors and all kinds of other professions, people who don't love their jobs, but it pays the bills and they're good at it, so they do it. I, I mean, who, don't we all know people that mm-hmm. have jobs? They're like, I don't love this. That's fine. But do you guys? What do you guys make of of someone saying out loud that they don't care that much about the job, that it's not a top priority? When a they know how that's going to get people to react. Because you know the people that follow the team, that that will bother them. But also when you've missed as much time as this. like What it, it, what do you think the reaction is from people that care about the team 
when they realize, well, this guy's saying he doesn't care that much, and he's missed over 100 games in each of the last three years. He's missed 60% of the games his team has played since he signed this big contract. And he never said anything like that before signing a big contract. Because, of course, if you say that, nobody's going to give you the big contract. But I want to cover it from two angles. One is, do you guys get... You un- we all understand that feeling, right? Yeah. Like we know people that I don't feel that way. I love what I do. It's a, you know, it's fun. We, we sit here and laugh a lot throughout the course of the day and I've covered sports for 30 years. So, I mean, it would be crazy for me to say I didn't like it, but I've had jobs I don't like. And I know a lot of people. My dad didn't love all of his jobs. He did them because they paid the bills and it allowed him to do the things he wanted to do. Um, and it was just a job, not a top priority. But when you say that about a super competitive thing and is he that guy? Yeah. Okay. Like, it came out not long ago. The reason this even came up was somebody else basically said, yep, that guy, Rendon guy, he doesn't care. Another player, but he doesn't care. And somebody else who played with him, a guy named Jonathan Papelbon, who pit, who played with him in Washington, said, yeah, I can confirm he doesn't care about baseball. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't. He just does it because he makes a lot of money doing it. And he's been very good at it, right? I mean, you don't get paid this much without being good. Do you think he's really hurt? But yes, he's had surgeries, right? Okay. I don't think he's having surgeries to not play, right? <laughs> but thinking about it from that common sense standpoint, does it surprise you that a famous person who could be could be now credibly accused of dogging it? Because people I don't mean that he is. I don't think he is. I, 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 but but he's got a guaranteed contract, so no matter how well he plays or how much he plays, so he's getting paid. Earlier in the show, when we played that uh, sound, and Rach said, I, I hate to be the person to crap on the segment, but I think that that's scripted. Uh, I'll be the same guy here. I, I think there's really no accounting for just jerks. And I started to say bad people. But I don't think you're necessarily a bad – I think you're a bad person if you're a pedophile. Right, right, you know? right, right. But I, I think that you can be a – there are a lot of people that we know who just seem to have come out of the womb a jerk, and they'll go to the grave a jerk, and they like saying things that get uh, get people's goat, and they like being a contrarian – not the contrarian, but a contrarian. <laughs> uh, and that title's I taken. didn't even know this guy's name before you, you yeah. told the story. He's a great player. But I have known people like this. I know people in radio like this, and I can imagine those people doing that kind of thing, and it's just a different job, right? Same Same guy, same sentiment, same look at me. Uh, just a different career path, Rach. I think you owe it to the fans to at least pretend that you like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I oh, think yeah. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, they're the whole reason that you make millions of dollars and you should be grateful that you're in this position. You can privately say that it's not your thing, but I think it's like when I heard the Doobie the Brothers fans, say at the meet and greet, the first ever meet and greet I ever went to, because Maureen was in radio before I was, uh-huh. and she took me to the Doobie Brothers backstage meet and greet. Yeah. And the lead singer leaned over to the bass player and he goes, God, I hate these. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Doobie Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> that, this is why I wanted to bring it up because it starts as a baseball story, but it's much bigger than that. How it much would it, how much back yeah, how much would would it bother you if your favorite musician a said lot. that out loud? I hate doing I hate doing these concerts. I hate them. I I do it because I get paid a lot of money, but I hate it. it would would that change your them. experience? Yeah. Well, well I, that's happened a bunch. Um, look how many people Steve Martin, Seinfeld, so many people have come out and said uh, I only made this movie 
for the money. Steve Martin has famously said, I can name you four movies I made because I wanted to buy a certain painting. And I knew they were bad movies, and I knew that they I was going to be bad in it, but they paid me $3 million, and I wanted this Monet, and I did it. A lot of I don't know whether it's just become uh, a thing, but I can think of several people who have said this over the past year or so, and it bothered me every single time. Does it change your Tom behavior? Hanks, Tom Hanks said uh, only two of the three uh, movies, the the church, the Vatican, all those movies. Oh, the, the Dan Brown the movies. Yeah, yeah there you oh, go. Yeah. He's like, the second two were just terrible movies, and I knew it. I just did it for the cash. That really bothered me. Yeah. And, it, and, and now for all of us, does that, if it's somewhat like, because again, this isn't going to bother Cardinals fans. I mean, other than on principle, right? Oh, rich pro athlete can be a jerk. But it'll bother Angels fans, right? Because they have an investment in that. If this was your favorite music artist, your favorite actor, would it make you not want to go see them? Would yes. you avoid Tom? Do you avoid Tom Hanks movies in part because of that? Yes. Because I I'm not agree. Like on a boycott, but if, uh, if right, they came out right. with a new movie, I'd be like, eh. Right. And I'm, I feel the same way. Like if it was my favorite band and they came out and they said, you know what? We just hate everything about this. We do it because you guys will give us money, but we hate it. I wouldn't give them any money. I wouldn't go. Agreed. And I, and I, th- I think that I'm so, and I wonder if the, you guys think that this is also a form of excuse making, mm. right? Things haven't gone well for me. So to make it seem like it's yeah. not my fault, care. I don't even, yeah, I, I don't like even care. Her. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I don't care if she broke up with me. I was going to break up with her anyway. Do you think there's any element of that in that comment, but also in the other ones we can think of? Like in, in, for Steve Martin and Tom Hanks to avoid criticism like, oh, I know it's terrible, but I got paid. Mm-hmm. Like, as if it justifies it being terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? Could be. There's also the element of you just won't, don't want to seem – this happens with podcasters a lot, and I'm careful not to do that. on the, Like I know how lucky I am to have this job. I know how lucky I am to broadcast for a living, and we get to have fun. Sure, there are days where you're like, I don't feel like – I don't feel like going to work today, but in general, I keep that to myself because I don't want someone with a real difficult job to hear that and go like, oh, well, sorry that your life is so hard. And when you're living the dream, which I mean, millions, if not billions of young men's dreams across the planet is to play in the MLB. Is it just MLB? I'm sorry, you're not supposed to say the. Yeah, that's a baseball nerd thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're just, you're basically telling them like, oh, your dreams are stupid and I'm just better than you. And it's just, it's just classless to do stuff like that. What do you guys think it says to teammates? Oh. And now again, I would also, again, broadening this to the people you work with if you're that guy. Well, I can tell you this, having worked with a lot of different people on the show, I would rather have a B-minus cast member who wants to be here than an A-plus who doesn't. That's a true fact. Yeah, and I, and I because those te- a lot of your teammates do care beyond just it's a job, right? It's a paycheck, and I, I don't get the benefit of saying it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get that? Like, yeah, what is he other, getting out other of it? than that? I don't think he needs one. The guy's got more money than he'll I mean, ever need. Yeah, he's made two hundred million already. He's, he's telling us he doesn't care about yeah, the game. Yeah, so why would he care about this? I don't know. By the time his career's over, he'll he'll probably have made about three hundred fifty million. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, there's just there's so many levels to it that bother me. 
And yeah, the first one is baseball. Like, okay, guy, you're supposed to be part of something. You're supposed to care about that thing. You're supposed to care about your teammates. You're supposed to care about all that. But why don't you say the MLB? Huh? Why don't you it's say? not the because major it's just league baseball. it's just major major league is the description oh, of baseball, right? I'm going to play right. in the major league baseball league. Right. Okay. Three twenty three DGS. Did you guys see the uh, fight between the Catholic Church and the LGBT community? Uh, vis-a-vis a funeral that was held at St. Patrick's. You know about this? We all no. seen it? I don't. So St. Patrick's, as I understand it, is the most well-known Catholic church outside of the Vatican, very important to, to Catholics. And uh, just before Lent, there was a, uh, a person whose last name was Gentile, who was trans and was a uh, sex worker and uh, evidently just larger than life and beloved in the LGBT community and had been uh, an advocate her entire life, and uh, they had a funeral. And evidently it was the biggest thing they'd had there outside of Christmas and Easter and just tons and tons of people packed to the rafters, and it was a big celebration of life and uh, her work, and the Catholic Church found out about it and said that it was scandalous and it was abhorrent, and they are having something called a massive reparation, which almost never gets done. And it's when something so terrible has happened in a, a sacred site like St. Patrick's Church, and you have to have a mass to sort of exercise the bad mojo of what happened there. And so they're doing this, and the LGBT community is like, wait a second, are you saying that we're so unwelcome that you're going to have to basically spiritually cleanse the building because we had the funeral for this person. Hmm. Pretty interesting. So what did they do for all of the buildings that housed incidents of abuse? I hadn't even thought about that. Did they have that? Did they? I mean, again, maybe it's not the equivalent of St. Patrick's. So I'm not trying to compare apples to oranges, but I mean... You're on a pretty, pretty thin branch when it comes to these kinds of things because a lot, and not not just the Catholic Church, others as well, all kinds of religions have all kinds of problems. You should be applying those standards equally, though, whether it's that kind of thing. And if you are, I don't think that we all have to agree with it, but at least you're consistent. But if you're talking about church leaders that covered up a great point. for crimes that happened for decades— and we're talking about, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of kids worldwide that were impacted by that. Have we, have we held that ceremony at all of the places where those things may have occurred? Or where those offenders it's may an, have performed? It's an interesting point and an interesting argument, but I'm also curious factually if they did. That would be really something to know. find out if they just did it on the down low. I mean, at the very least, it would be consistency. Doesn't necessarily fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to agree with this because that happened. Right. Now, I would also say, being a non-believer myself, I'm an agnostic, that uh, you get to make your rules. Yeah. And so if the yeah. Catholic Church is going to say, well, this is outside of our teachings. hundred percent. And we find it abhorrent, then OK, but just stick with that. Be, and, be consistent, as you said. And the people involved, like I'll just use myself as an example. Um, I don't expect them to bend to my view of the world, so I don't participate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's perfectly that's a perfectly good take. That if that those are their rules, that's fine. Then if people want to criticize, that's also fine. And those people that want to criticize can also just not participate. Mm-hmm. You can just not do it. Uh, let's talk to Dirk on line one. Dirk, go ahead. 
Hey, yeah, well, one just a, a fact you guys might like is that uh, Cardinal Dolan up there is from St. Louis. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a couple of his nieces really well. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's kind of ironic that we're talking about it. But, I mean, if, if, if Catholics, it, it's a it's a – it's a private religion. If people don't yeah. like it, unless they're Catholic, they should kind of they should leave, do their own thing. Yep, I <laughs> yeah. agree. I agree too. Yep. Yeah, even with, like, cafeteria Catholics, and I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to change a system from within. Right. It's happened with countries. It's happened with every religion. Mm-hmm. Every religion has evolved in some way. But, yeah, like I said, not even being a believer, much less Catholic, I've always said that, that if it's a private club in some way, and you don't like the rules. You can leave, yeah. You can, you can leave. You can try to change it from within, or you can stand outside and criticize, yep. but they get to do what they want to do. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and that that's kind of my point. Like I I argue things on principle like consistency because I think that's how you win people over and win people back by being consistent. Yeah. And, you know, I as a as a non-active participant, I mean I I'm Catholic by what would you say, heritage? Mm-hmm. I grew up that way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I know people that are concerned that people are leaving the church and my point is if you want people to stop leaving, you need to listen to them. It's not the fault of the people leaving that they're leaving. They're leaving something that that is not okay. Well, if you're okay with them leaving, fine. You just keep doing you, and that's okay. That's what's going to happen. But if you're trying to solve that problem, well, there will be a there's real, a way to do that. I think it will hit a critical mass soon uh, because Phoebe, no pun Phoebe being a, uh, a cradle Catholic, like her mom, and uh, graduated from ICD and Dominic, and now she's... Uh, 18 and in school and Gen Z and lots of uh, moral quandaries with that generation being the most liberal. Not every one of them, obviously. Right. Uh, but I think they're running up against that in a pretty big way. The, the Catholic kids. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 335 DGS, Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. You want a little science fact before we get started here? 
Sure. I, uh, Why not? I am super into, you know, ancient human life and evolution and the whole bit. I was reading this article last night. And someone was asking the question, well, why are there things that don't seem to have evolved over millions of years, like sharks and alligators and crocodiles? And the the, the academics were making the point that they have reached perfection, that you evolve because nature finds an advantage. And typically it's, it's a mistake. Like there's a beetle that's born green instead of black and it happens to attract mates or, you know, fend off predators or elude them or something. And so it gets to mate and procreate. I I find that so fascinating that there are species that they believe have just like, well, you've nailed it. You can't you can't make a better crocodile. You can't make a better shark. You guys are just machines. Isn't that fascinating? I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, and I actually agree that it's a mouse in Andrew's car. <laughs> Did you hear the update? <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, the, there was a, a piece of cardboard that I found. Did you, you can, see the picture? Yeah, on the yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. So you okay. think that's a mouse. Okay. Okay. Based on that, it's a mouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, It's not a squirrel. I mean, it could be a squirrel, but I doubt oh, you have I a squirrel in there. A squirrel. It could be a raccoon. I, I doubt look, you have Not a to dox myself, but I got a four-door sedan. It better not be a squirrel in there. <laughs> 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 could you see him jumping up on the car seat while you're I think driving? It, I think <laughs> there was a... you think he'd wreck? If a squirrel uh, Even appeared... A even a mouse. If the mouse ran across your lap while not, you're driving. Honestly, not a mouse because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm half expecting a mouse. At this point, what if right? it was a rat? It's not a rat. There's no, there's no rats in the wooded area where I live. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Rachel, will you d- deal with him? I'm going to post him. a picture of his house to the internet <laughs> so everyone can see how not wooded of an area it is. I will say this. So Dave Murray commented on our photo on Facebook. Hey, when you get the notif- Yeah, that's when cool. you get the notification that Dave Murray has yeah. commented. Doing something right. Facebook says 10,000 plus followers. <laughs> No biggie. They're like, just so you know, you want to prioritize this comment. Nice. Sure. <laughs> We're a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, is the weather boring to you this week, or is yes. it okay? Yes. Well, yeah. it's, it, it's boring. <laughs> it's you know, at least right now, but it's unusual. Yeah. You know, so you got that going, and things will get a little more interesting come late Wednesday night and Thursday. But we're looking at sixty-eight, sixty-nine for the high again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not a record. Seventy-nine is the record. We do have a cool front that's coming through. Uh, it probably gets through here sometime early Thursday afternoon. So. Some rain showers, maybe a spot thunderstorm after midnight, Wednesday night, 52 for the overnight low. So when we wake up Thursday morning, it's going to be one of those days like, oh, this does not feel right mm-hmm. at all. You know, you, you get that kind of thunderstorm feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, in the morning and periods of rain on Thursday. There will be a couple of thunderstorms around and one or two could go on the strong side. That's something we have to kind of watch unfold going through early Thursday afternoon into Thursday afternoon. Still warm, 62 degrees. We cool back a little bit Friday and Saturday, but we're still talking 55 for highs and sunshine Friday and Saturday, then on Sunday, sunshine, and back up to about 68 degrees. Mentioned it yesterday, there's no cold air in sight, and the full moon is Mm. coming up on Saturday night. It's known as the snow moon. Have to change its name. Good luck finding that. (laughs) (laughs) The snow or the moon? The moon. (laughs) 
I'm telling you, the moon eludes me. Clearly. It hides behind a tree every time it turns around. It does. It says to the stars, like, hey, watch this. It just ducks behind a tree. Dave, do you ever uh, go out and look for the space station? Are you as big a nerd as me? Oh, I love doing that. Yes, absolutely. Me too. It's cool. Have you ever seen it? You ever seen the space station? I don't. Maybe. It's so cool. I can't remember. Rach, I know you have. Oh yeah. You can you can get an app that tracks it. Yep. And I, I wish I were smarter. I I've seen I, the Starlink I, thing go around. So yeah, you saw that once, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I've never seen that one. Um, they give. I should just call my friend Dave Murray. They they give like it's going to be three degrees northwest to seven degrees. I'm like, oh, thanks for that. Like I don't know <laughs> well, the hell that means. No, I don't you know had, what that means. You I know had, what the northwest is, but. <laughs> I don't know what degrees sure? mean. I yeah, don't know so okay, mean. just don't you know, know what? Either. If you put your hand out straight, I'm doing that's it. That's zero. Okay. okay, that's zero. Okay, and then just start to bring your arm up so that when you get up over your head, that's ninety degrees. Oh, so okay? it's degrees, degrees. Yeah, degrees. Yeah, degrees. It's not okay. temperature. No, I thought maybe it would like it meant something different when you were talking no. about the the sky. So. No. See, no, not at all. I was too smart for it. That's yeah. what it was. Thought, oh, surely it's more complicated. <laughs> you surely too much. It's, it's more than just raising my arm up. <laughs> Headlines, Rach. Brought to you by Schnucks. Reward yourself daily with the Schnucks Rewards app. President Biden raised $42 million in the month of January. That gives the campaign about $130 million in cash on hand with roughly nine months to go until Election Day. Do you guys think that, I mean, I know we've had this conversation like a million times. Do you guys think that Joe Biden is going to act? I think Joe's cute. Do you think he's actually going to like run in November? Do you I think still think not. Else? I still think not. I think one of these days we're going to wake up and on Drudge Report, it's going to say Biden out, Newsom in. I think that's what's going to happen. One of the conspiracy oh, I, theories. It happened in the convention, I think. Yeah. I think that's mm. what happened. One of the conspiracy theories I've seen floating around the past week or so is that they brought John Stewart out of retirement so that he could soften the blow, of, mm. and that's why he was going so hard against Biden. Is that they're that's they're trying to turn people off of Biden as Do much you as they guys, can. And the DNC is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, in that case. yeah. I was going to say, which to has what, proven itself to not be. <laughs> to what degree? And when I say conspiracy theories, I, I don't. I, you guys know what I mean. Uh, I mean like modern political. To what degree do you think any of those things are true? Just overall. I think that we there's a lot of shows like this and on cable news where you have to fill time. time to fill, yeah. <laughs> so people are just like gossiping and speculating like, well, what do you think is going to happen? I think it's this when really I mean, it's exactly like we talked about before the Super Bowl. Why are they broadcasting 24 hours in advance? Just talking about like, do you think that they're going to? Oh, I have a what? question for you. Go ahead, Wills. Sometimes I wonder, though, like, why would they have to go to the trouble that you're saying they're going to? Like, why would you have to go, well, let's have John Stewart. What is he, a magic person? <laughs> I mean, they could just do it. They don't have to do anything yeah. weird or behind the thing. They could just decide not well, to. Well, Taylor Swift could endorse Joe Biden without the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah so right. I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> right, and, and like football owners can make all the money without ever having to rig anything. Why would they go through the trouble? Uh, my question was that guy who I saw on CNN this morning who pissed me off so much. He was a Biden surrogate, which is fine, but he was just lying, saying that everything's great. And they said, why did he, uh, for the second year in a row, decline to do the Super Bowl interview? And he goes, because he's smart. 
because he did TikTok instead and he got millions way more eyeballs than he ever would in the Super Bowl. Now, what? I don't understand TikTok. There's like a billion people that's, watching the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, that can't be true, right? No. Man, to have a friend like that, though. They, yeah. You're, you're obviously <laughs> screwing up and they're like, oh, it's because they're smart no, and they're making also, the right you, decision. You can't do both. Good point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Make a TikTok and also do the Super Bowl. Interview. Yeah. 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 All I know is that you you kind of said it earlier, Dave. Like, if you were accused of something you didn't do, you'd be like, let's Check go. I want to show it. If you tell me I'm bad at something or I can't do it, the first thing I'm going to do is prove to you that I can. It's really right. not hard. Yeah. Capital One is going to buy Discover mm. Financial Services. The company has announced the all-stock transaction, which is valued at $35.3 billion yesterday. I got them both. I wonder what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, is is less competition in the marketplace a good thing? Because that's what that is. Well, it's expected no longer to receive competitors. antitrust scrutiny. So we'll see mm-hmm. how this goes. Yeah, yeah, most of the stuff just ends up dead in the water, right? Because they look at, like, the FTC or whatever looks at it and then goes. Boy, it's hard. I mean, I know that's true, but it's hard to imagine that these big behemoths would announce it. I'm sure they're legal... Uh, uh, you know, their legal yeah. offices have gone through it with a fine-tooth comb already. It was interesting because they were saying, because I didn't know the difference, because I don't know how degrees work, uh, that uh, that Capital One is a credit card company. They issue them, but Discover actually collects the fees, and Capital One doesn't. So I guess that's where the real nectar is, is getting all the vendor fees. Hmm. All my, my only question is, how does this benefit consumers? It's a good question. Because um, if it doesn't, then why is it a thing? Supposedly, it's like, of course, they're going to say this, but the best of both worlds. And that uh, capital is going to keep all of the... Cause I haven't discovered, but I'm too stupid to take advantage of it. Like, I've never cashed in miles or things like that. I don't know how to do it because I'm dumb. Uh, but they say that they are absolutely 100% going to keep every perk that Discover has, which was the big fear. Discover, people who do use that stuff, was like, hey, hey, hey. They're like, nope, we're not taking away anything. Are they going to keep the rates the same? Don't know. Don't know. I love how Wheels is asking you these questions. I know, yeah. I really feel like they're under the gun. They're not really directed at Dave. They're more general (laughs) questions like, if there are fewer companies doing this, then they don't have the competition that would keep rates down. I thought the whole idea of... You know, our free market economy was that competition, that competition is what makes things work the best. But we're reducing competition when we're letting fewer companies own more things. All right. We talk about the fact that alligators have just evolved to absolute perfection. Well, this zoo's alligator had seven dollars in his belly when he went through a standard uh, medical exam. So he's a 36 year old American alligator named Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau. Could it be Thibodeau? Thibodeau, yeah. That. <laughs> I've never heard that name before. Uh, is it in Louisiana? It's in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, well. And I guess good people, old Cajun name. people were just throwing coins in his pond and what? stirring them up and happened Why to Why would them. you throw money in an alligator's $7. pond? Have, have, you, have you met humans? Holy God. <laughs> Look, also, I love I, to throw a coin in some We're water. still evolving. Yeah. Also, if I gave the alligator a coin <laughs> yeah. and it eats it, I'm giving him another coin. I'm giving him way more than $7. Really <laughs> Why? So now we know which species hasn't reached perfection. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm draining Who the bank account. Who my money in that water? Feed more coins to that gator. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> All right. There were proposals in the 1600s to use an upside-down exclamation point as a way to show that the sentence was ironic or sarcastic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great, actually. Sort of like uh, 
a 500-year-old emoji. Yeah. You know? Like, right. oh, I'm just, <laughs> it's a little heart emoji. I'm just being funny. Might have solved a lot of problems, actually. But is there anything worse than whenever you have to explain that you're being sarcastic? I mean. Right. Maybe you're, maybe you're writing the wrong person. Uh, Vanna White has worn a different dress on every single episode of Wheel of Fortune. That's more than 7,000 total. I don't know why that fascinates me, but never repeated one. It's kind of crazy. That is pretty cool. And they're all like sequined and yeah. pretty. I'd love to I'd love a museum of those actually. A study found that the average movie theater seat has 1864 colonies of bacteria. All right. Um, the cup holders have 2800 colonies of bacteria. Do we know that that's a lot? It's a lot. They say that uh, that most of the bacteria are harmless, but that's a hell of a lot of colonies. Yeah. I just feel like what, what would be normal is what yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a few too many colonies for my liking, I think, Dave. It's more than a toilet seat. Did you guys see that uh, a man brandished a gun at Schnooks? Nope. Yes. I he had see more this. than 10 items. And so when someone approached him to, he, hey, sorry, brother, you can't use the self-checkout, he pulled his shirt up and showed them a gun. What a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he should at minimum go to stupid jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be like... You know, maybe not jail, jail, but like you need to be like cleaning highways for a few months. Uh, this one's worse. A 60 year old man in a kilt who is six foot six and 280 pounds went to uh, two different antique stores in Houston and uh, tried to steal things Wait. by putting them under his kilt and where the sun don't shine. Mm-hmm. You don't think you're going to be like, mm, I don't know, kind of like recognizable. As a 6'6", 280-pound dude in a kilt. Putting things in your booty. You're just kind of like slipping by people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 